Hey, Renee, Chris, and Ryan going live. Best podcast, Beauty and the Beast. Sit back and catch a vibe. Oh, yeah, we talking zombies and apocalypses and all those things you like. Going beast mode, and if you didn't know, it's Peter Z up on the mic. Hey, TWD family, grab the snacks about the pantry and subscribe and like them. If you can, please, or those walkers eat you like some candy. Hey, hey, <laughs> okay. You at the right place at the right time. No one does it better. That's the bottom line. Beauty and the Beast. This is prime time. Let's go. Mm. Suspense. Yes, everyone is very suspended. Very suspended right now. <laughs> hey, everybody. What's going on, guys? How are we doing? We are live. Um, ladies and gentlemen watching tonight, we have with us Miss Carrie Gonzell. She's hanging out with us tonight. Known as known as Clark from TWD and many other characters through her amazing career. Um, and also uh, State of Slay that you are the founder of and, and uh, the main, uh, I guess, the head honcho. The head honcho, the head H. Honcho, yeah. I, I, was, I, was, I was resilient. I was resilient to say HBIC, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Head Slayer. Yeah, there we go. The HF. Head Slayer. Um, so, yeah, Carrie's going to hang out with us tonight. We're actually, and she's actually going to help us go through the whole episode as far as episode yeah. 20 goes, uh, which is very cool as well. And um, we have Meg back tonight hanging out with us because Meg has a good time hanging out. And, uh, I love you guys. I mean, who wouldn't? We're pretty amazing. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 Um, I'm very humble tonight, as you can tell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right? Uh, Weirdly confident, right? Yeah. yeah. It's Carrie. Why. It's Carrie. You know, I, you know, I will say, I think that Carrie brings out the best in people. Oh, I truly I think that. Yes, for sure. Oh, yeah. That's well, cool. listen, I, I, we had such a great time at the camp in May. I feel like we... Uh, we kicked off the, uh, the panels in such a positive way, and people came up to me all weekend. It was like, I needed that. That was yeah. awesome. And, and it was so cool that we got to kind of really dive into some mental health stuff and, and positivity uh, right out of the gate. And uh, it just uh, like organically happened. So I, yeah. we always have good energy and good vibes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was very cool looking out of the crowd and seeing people like nodding their head and, and going, wow, you're right. You know? And, yeah. It was funny because they they came for the the experience of, of seeing an actress on stage you know on stage being interviewed about about your filmography and all of a sudden it, it went right into mental health awareness and state of slay it got, it got it, we talk real shit yeah we talked some real shit we I did. love that hey speaking that. speaking of talking real shit you have your let's talk real shit um, with Carrie with Carrie Gunzel at the camp. I absolutely do. I think there's still a few tickets left. It's Saturday from two to three o'clock. Okay. Uh, and we're going to talk about some real shit. And you know that could be anything that's that's real and going on for uh, the people that are there. And I definitely like to share about my journey and and uh, my mental health journey with everyone and and just to get the ball rolling. But it really can go in so many different directions depending on uh, who's there and who wants to share and mm -hmm. or ask questions. Um, but, you know, when we did it in May, it was really such an incredible experience. Yeah. And I just got so much, like so many great comments afterwards, even from people who didn't attend. 
I got comments from <laughs> that were like, yeah. I just heard about it and mm -hmm. it was amazing. So um, hopefully those people that didn't go last time uh, will get a ticket and jump in and join us this time because it really was an awesome experience for all of us in the room. Yes, yeah, so Dead girls group, but several of them had gone and they loved it. They had nothing but good things to say about it. So yeah, highly recommend it. I think too, it was the first year. Well, it was my first time at the camp in May, and it was so it was the first year that we did it, and it was something that Oscar and I came up with just from a a really great conversation we had on the phone. And mm -hmm. he's like, oh, I wish you could do this at the camp, and I'm like, Well, I can. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's. And that's where it came from. But, you know, it, I think that, you know, people didn't really know what to expect. And, you know, I'm really, um, you know, open and honest about my journey. And especially, you know, we're in a suite at the Hilton. So mm -hmm. it's nice and private. There's pizza and drinks and stuff. So it's super casual and cool. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we're, we're all more alike than not alike. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really nice to be able to sit quietly because you know the camp there's a lot of excitement a mm -hmm. lot of noise yep. a lot of stuff going on so it's nice to kind of exhale for a minute for an hour and really connect as human beings and go i know i get it i see you i understand you right. and um and you know you know in a, in a convention situation at there's a lot of stimulus there's a lot going on and sometimes people can get overwhelmed mm -hmm. and everybody's so positive and excited but sometimes that can be very overwhelming especially when people are seeing people that they've watched on TV and that they've loved and characters that they, that they really identify with. And it can be overwhelming when we're all just standing there and we're like, hi, right, right. <laughs> you know, so it's cool to kind of just sort of kick back for that hour and really talk about what may be going on for people. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I get to really share a part of me that, you know, many people don't know. Yeah. you know, that don't follow my blog or haven't heard me talk about mental health stuff before. So um, it's really one of my favorite ways to communicate and to um, really get together with people is to really have those honest conversations because it's so important. And I know we talked about this at the camp about, you know, the last few years, especially with so many people being isolated, it was really challenging mm -hmm. um, in terms of mental health. And now that we're back out in the wild again, uh, you know, that can also bring challenges because mm -hmm. we went from being isolated to like a lot going on, you know, yeah. and, and, and being um, excited and anticipating seeing our friends again and doing the things that we love. But along with that sometimes comes, you know, uh, unexpected feelings or anxieties and so forth. So that's what I love about talk shit. We just get to go in there and, and really talk about what's really going on and uh, support one another. And I, what's really cool too is like sometimes things come out that people have been kind of carrying around and haven't felt comfortable um, talking about. And and that's that's really when something special happens. Right. You know, when someone says, you know, I didn't know that I was going to talk about that today, but I really needed to say that. And I'm like. <laughs> um that's the real shit yeah yeah we have a question that's the heavy shit yeah we have, <laughs> so yeah well i, I do want to here's a little question I yeah to go out of the thing before so uh our friend pi asks when amc asks carrie to be in the spinoffs will she say yes <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> 
That's a hell yeah. I, and look, I could easily see Clark being a part of the CRM, by the way. Oh, yeah. So let me just, that, that that's like a, a piece of the puzzle that just fits. There, you know, there's no. Well, you know. There's so much mystery around Clark. And, you know, I, I shared this with Renee uh, recently, but I they had actually called me to be a part of episode 17, and then it didn't happen. Um and so I think they were going to have Clark audit Negan. Didn't I say that? Didn't I say we that? We talked about this. I said that. Which like broke my heart when I watched the episode because he's sitting in the room, there's two chairs, and they're pulled out. Like two people just left. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Because like that was like. We said they dropped the ball. Yep. We were like, they dropped the ball. They actually called to find out my availability and. Um, and then it just didn't happen. And it, it probably, mm. again, it was, you know, they've got so much going on yeah. and so many characters that they have to, um, you know, tackle and get, you know, get all that storyline wrapped up. That is probably a time issue where they're mm -hmm. like, geez, we just don't have time. Yeah. So I think that there was probably something written where I, that happened. I think for me, right, my, my, here's my thought process on it, okay? So we go from a scene where Negan is being interviewed by Mercer, right? And he's doing his whole thing and blah, blah, blah. Then it, you know, it fades to black. It cuts to the next scene. The next scene is is Clark sitting there with her paperwork. So how many times a day do you wipe? And him just to go. <laughs> <laughs> the very next scene is him walking the Commonwealth. Yeah. We don't know what happened after that point. Literally a 10-second scene. Is all, is all we, cra we craved it. Well, then, let me ask. You guys had your little theory of what you thought would happen. What do you think, Carrie? What do you think if you could write the scene yourself? How do you think that interaction would go down between Clark and me? Oh, I think it would be hilarious. She'd be doing her thing, and Negan would be doing his thing. Yeah, and uh, you know, I don't he, think she'd be too happy about it. He definitely, yeah, he would definitely be hitting on on Clark. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, 100%. right. Which would be interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Something. <laughs> I'm just picturing the look on Clark's face when it's like, no. Yeah. yeah. You know, 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 uh, because you know when when we shot them, all I kept thinking was just I can't wait till Negan comes to the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I, and, you know, I knew this information and I saved it for Chris and Ryan because I did not. I wanted their genuine reactions, and it was worth <laughs> I was so angry because I just remember seeing Negan talking about going to the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. Right. So the first thought that I of course had was. Yeah. We're gonna see Carrie again. It's exactly. We're yeah. gonna see Carrie again, and I'm like, here it is, here it is. And the next scene is him walking through the Commonwealth. I went, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, there definitely was talk of it, you yeah. know. So okay. it just didn't happen, and it, and you know it. So, but from when, from when they had called my agent to see if I was available to win that episode air was like, gosh, almost a year. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. And so for like almost a year, I'd be like, geez, I wonder what they're going to have me do. Right. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, tonight is 17. Like, let's see what. And I was like, I literally out loud went, ah! 
film it later on and right. you know it's a bleeded scene I'd, I'd be okay with that during the closing credits or something or put it on the blu-ray you know yeah. when it comes out you know exactly i think exactly. if we're knowing that they were talking about it and didn't do it then thinking they didn't do it at all see stuff like that i feel like would have gone so far to just you know add that little bit of comedic element that we needed for mm-hmm. that episode you know i have to say with all the stuff that's been going on in the last few episodes and uh you know, I feel like there's a lot of places where Clark could have jumped in there and be in, been uh, in the mix of things. But again, like they just have so much to do. I guess yeah. they were, you know, probably like, do we need to dive into these characters that we don't know as well? So, uh, but I think, yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of questions I have about who Clark is. Yeah. First off, you know, we talked about this when I was on last time mm-hmm. too. It's like, why did they choose Clark as her last mm-hmm. name when that's such a prominent name on yeah. fear, right? Yeah. It's like, is she related somehow mm-hmm. to that family? Like, what? You know, why would you choose that last name? Yeah. Right? And yeah. The, in the chat, they're all saying they will watch you carry stuff. They are a clerk. They will watch you do, they think you could fit in well at the CRM. They would explain why you disappeared. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody asked something else. Totally. Maybe, yeah, maybe oh, she Anthony, did disappear. Yeah. Anthony asked um, if Carrie. Oh, could Carrie see herself playing any other Walking Dead character? Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. That's really hard because everyone's just does such a brilliant job with with their characters. I'd almost be afraid to say something. But do you mind? So I'm going to say it because okay. immediately when I read that question, yeah. Carol popped into my head. 100%. Really? Yeah. Really? Yes. I could see you I could see you being the one the planner, you know, the one who's always steps ahead, the, you know, yeah. the one who right. who can determine who's coming towards them by their footsteps. Um, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into that later. Very intuitive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I honestly could see you as a, as a, as a Carol, 100%. As a Carol. That's a huge compliment, guys. And except not the killing the children part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that part. <laughs> <laughs> not to look at the flowers part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't. <laughs> you gotta look at the flowers. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be a new sign-off for her. Sometimes you gotta look at the flowers. I don't know. <laughs> well, that, that, and that's like that's like when when you sign my when you sign the autograph for me in May, you're like, I don't know what to write. I just fucking love you. <laughs> <laughs> It was a Stargate one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stargate, Stargate yeah. one. And yeah. yeah, that was funny. Um, oh, that's a great question, though. I just, yeah. as an actor, yeah. so it's it's like, oh, I, I don't want to offend anybody. They're so <laughs> awesome. You know, because here's the thing. I, I was a fan, like, since the pilot, you know, and so... Um, I, I've fallen in love with those characters and those actors myself, you know, it was such a thrill to be able to step on that stage and be like, we should, you know, and it was, you know, so weird because it was, you know, no one really knew much about the Commonwealth. So it was a very strange atmosphere. Um, it was a big secret, you know, as what it was going to be and who we are, but 
you know, the thing is that's so funny, like looking back is that, you know, Clark was such a, like a hard ass. And then like, you know, in the next few episodes, they're eating ice cream. Where I'm yeah. like, that one just looked like an asshole. See, but I, I think one of the main reasons why I could see you being a CRM transplant is Lance mentions at one point, Lance, before he dies, he mentions to Pamela about these other communities that she needs him for these other connections right. and everything like that. For all we know, you could be one of those connections, those people you're, you're, you're contracted to do these things for the Commonwealth by the CRM kind of situation. You know what I mean? Right. It's such an easy way to place you and have you take this path which maybe is why we haven't seen you, you know, people know, you know, obviously you haven't been around, you disappeared or whatever. Maybe you didn't disappear. Right. Maybe you just went back to your real job at the CRM. Right. Sure. And what a great place to infiltrate, right? Because you're part of the, uh, you know, as an auditor, you know, who's coming in, where they're coming from. Like you have all the information on, on these other groups out there. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that is clever. Yeah. If that's what she's up to. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I could see it. It's a pretty badass uh, um, uniform, so I'd be down for that. One. Yeah. <laughs> at, least you wouldn't, uh, at least you wouldn't have to look like a punk, a pumpkin trooper. Well, she, you know, she had on the nice tailored black suit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. And... But she was supposed to wear the pumpkin suit. Well, yeah. She was right. supposed to have a trooper yeah. outfit on. That was a big uh, thing when they booked me originally is that I was on uh, another job and they were like, but we need you to come in. This is this costume. You have to be measured and fitted. And I thought, what in the hell am I wearing? Like, <laughs> you know, this is Walking Dead. It's like, just throw some clothes under a truck, run them over, and then I'll put them on. Like, what? You know. Um, anyway, and so that's why is because they're like, no, it's like this armor and whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, I go in for the wardrobe fitting, and there's a whole rack of suits, and I'm like, "Guys, uh, I think the Clark." And they're like, "Yeah, they changed their mind." Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! It's been it's been rewritten again. I can't live up my stormtrooper fantasies. <laughs> yeah, that's totally what it was for me. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many people do I get to shoot and miss? <laughs> you get to be on the walking dead and look like a stormtrooper. It's yeah. kind of the best of both right. worlds. Right. Right. Except we all know now that those those costumes are really uncomfortable. So yeah, true. I think I did okay in the suit. <laughs> Which is why I feel like Daryl, you know, Norman never was really in full gear. Like I yeah. feel like he was like he was like, this is way too uncomfortable for me. I can't ride my bike. I can't put my crossbow. I'm tapping out. <laughs> like, <laughs> James Salt actually said something to Norman in an interview. They were talking about the interview about the suit or something. And he's like, I noticed you never had it all the way on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Reason being, right. it's still. <laughs> I can do that. That's what happens when you're number one on the call sheet. You're like, this is really uncomfortable. I'm just going to have, have yeah. this on. Yeah. 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 You know, and the thing is, too, you think about those, well, Oscar knows, <laughs> yeah. you know, in the Georgia humidity, mm -hmm. right, with the all black and then the, I can't imagine, yeah, mm -hmm. hot. I mean, when we were shooting, it was like freezing cold, like freezing cold. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, that that warehouse that we were shooting in was just at like a refrigerator. It was my our teeth were chattering. What do you <laughs> Sorry, they, they they think I they think I'm drinking on the job. <laughs> Any sponsored content or anything? No, yeah, right. We're not sponsored by Bang, but uh, Bang, if you're listening, yeah, you're what you're what powers me through. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny because I remember we had um, at one point we had Peter Zimmerman and James Chen on our show, and so they play Eduardo and Cal from the Hilltop, right? And we were talking to them because you know you have to remember they're on a hill in the summer in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And they're dressing them in like sixteen layers, and their outer layer is like a winter coat, essentially. Yeah. And we're like, what is the point? It's like a giant leather trench coat, <laughs> like, like a pea coat, or yeah, something. like a fall coat, actually. Like, you know, and I'm like, what, what's the point Plus of that? Like a hoodie. That's you know, I'm just like, oh. and they have them doing weapons training. I'm like, has <laughs> anybody passed out on the set of The Walking Dead? Like, what the fuck? That's the thing, like stuff like that. I've been on set before too. I shot um, Flash Gordon in Vancouver in the summer, and my character had like the costume was incredible, but it was really ornate with beading and whatever. I couldn't even get it on by myself. I had to have someone dress me. That's how ornate this costume was. But it was really heavy and thick. And I remember being in a scene. And I turned around and I just remember saying out loud, I was like, I'm going to pass out. Because <laughs> all of a sudden it's like everything looked like I was underwater. And yeah. I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> you know, it, it's really easy to, you know, overheat and yep. um, and pass out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's really tough. It's like, so yeah, we, I mean, as actors, we're, we're always, it always seems like you're in the wrong costume for the weather. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even with you, right, Carrie? You, you were—I remember you told us when, when you were on our show the first time that they had you in this room and it was freezing cold. Yeah, freezing cold. And like, it, listen, if you watch those those scenes, you seem like I—you know—I'm on—I got my clipboard or whatever, but I always put my hands underneath the desk because I have a whole bunch of those forming things. <laughs> And I'm holding on to them for dear life. So uh, that's really what I'm doing in the scene. Uh, Trying to keep warm. I had them everywhere under my costume. I had everything. Just after a while, you just you just get cold. Yeah. Right. Um, it's amazing that you can't really see our breath because you could in the room when we were there. You can see Michael's breath mm-hmm. in the scene. Um, and maybe it's just because the way he was standing with the light, but you we really it was freezing. It was really, really freezing. And the way that we shot that, we kind of shot it, like, I've said this before, like, it felt like I was, like, speed dating, right? So <laughs> they'd have someone sit down, and I'd rattle through the questions, and then they'd go, okay. And then the next person would sit down, and I'd rattle through the questions. So they were going back and forth to, like, the warm area, but I was there, like, okay, yeah. let's go. <laughs> you know, Michael Shaw was there, too, and, and uh I don't know, but I think it, when you're standing up, maybe it's easier. I don't want to stay warm, but it was just like on my little chair. I was like, <laughs> it was really cold, and uh, you know, there it, there was no there was no way to keep heat in too. Even if they put the heaters on, mm-hmm. it's like a warehouse, so it's got high ceilings and like no yeah. insulation, so it didn't matter. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> 
So what 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 the lesson here that we're learning is that AMC needs a consulting climatologist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they need to work well with wardrobe. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. I wish that I had a big winter coat in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> See, you you and Peter and James could have swapped outfits yeah. and been completely fine. Granted, right? it was different seasons, but you could have swapped and it was fine. That's fine. Yeah. 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 We could could have recycled. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Some hand me downs. But yeah. And I mean, had we shot that in the summer, we, we'd probably all be like dying of heat. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess in Georgia, there is no happy medium, is there? <laughs> no, just right now, October is nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward. I mean, I say I'm looking forward to the weather down there, but at the same time, it was 73 degrees up here and like humid. Yeah, but a couple days ago, it was like 35 degrees. Here. Yeah. So yeah, like humidity down now. So you yeah, that. like we're pretty like humid, humid wise. Yeah, my my humidifiers have stopped. Working. Humidifying. <laughs> Are we thinking like 70s, 80s this weekend? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, you know, I have said 70s. But like, I can also claim the real feel is going to be 80. Oh, okay. So, so I'm, I'm bringing shorts and t-shirts because I exactly what I'm bringing. I do shorts and t-shirts up to about 40 degrees. You know? I'm yeah, okay. so you're good then. That's yeah. for sure shorts and t-shirts. I'm going to be inside, so you want yeah, yeah, true. I was ask you guys that. I noticed that they have. That's great, though. I know it would be much better. <laughs> we'll have you know, like real seating. You know, people. I mean, not that I minded having everybody sprawled out on the pool, but like there were some people who were uncomfortable. You know, if you you know you had uh, I don't know if you had to come down in like a, a wheelchair or something, or you know you had a long trip to make. So now, yeah, we actually we are indoors. Um, it's going to be a fantastic setup. I'll tell you, if we had to do it outside again. And we were doing it in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to be in the pool. Yeah. I, like um, I like that. I like that it's inside, and yeah. I think that there's an easier flow because yeah. people are trying to, you know, get to their photo ops and different events and whatever. And the pool was kind of out of the way, mm -hmm. so yeah. I think people sometimes were hesitant to walk all the way down. Yeah. So now, you know, we're all in, and in the convention. Center. Huge thanks to Renee because. Oh God, yeah. The panel schedule, everything has been solidified and done, submitted. They pushed it out. So thank you, Renee, for the, the panel scheduling and everything you've done behind the scenes, which is probably like 90% of the work uh, that's been done behind the scenes as far as putting all this together, um, confirming it with the, the main people behind that are running the show with Oscar and Casey and their whole team. So, you know, we, we appreciate the work you put in. We really do. I love doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it takes a very special person to like scheduling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've been told by many. <laughs> um, I think, the, yeah, I think the cool thing is that now we're going to see a lot of, um, a lot of cohesion yeah. with the schedule and everything. And I think, I think it's going to flow really nicely i think that i think i'm very excited for this our, weekend our panels are going to be packed yeah yeah packed. that's amazing Honestly. they should be yeah, yeah that's the thing i think too people people will, will kind of know where to go and yeah. sit down and enjoy you know listening to different people and yeah. and being a part of that yeah and for the first time as, for the first time as well too our audience that isn't able to make it can watch live while we're doing the panels as well well yeah they'll watch them at least our recordings and we'll yep. see what we can do yeah live. yeah but there will be good recordings so that you can actually hear it this time right <laughs> yeah 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 i heard the, the the internet and all the wi-fi and stuff might be yeah know, just so. yeah 
Yeah. Well, we're going to try. Yes. So, Carrie, another question I have to look back up. Mitchell asked you, since you've been a fan of The Walking Dead for the entirety, do you have a favorite episode? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. There's, like, I can't even, if you could see my brain right now, it would just be, like, <laughs> like a mess forward. God, you, that's really tough. Oh, my God. I keep, I keep like remembering like certain scenes or different moments for certain characters mm -hmm. that come to mind that were really amazing, but there's so many of them. I don't really know that I could pick just one and that's, I really don't. Oh my God. This, <laughs> this episode had a throwback to Carol with Terminus, which I thought was a great throwback to show, you know, especially because this episode focused highly on Carol. Mm -hmm. um yeah. you know so like i thought them putting that in there you know right. daryl daryl and her on the bike and everything like that and then yeah. showing the terminus save and everything and you go into this episode and you see what she's doing again with saving her people so i, I thought that was a really cool like let's slip this in there kind of thing. that was cool saying was it her and daryl escaping on the bike from herschel's yeah. farm herschel's right yeah. that's pretty cool that's actually yeah. my favorite episode so i was really glad they included that yeah one. yeah I have to say that I think it's top five for me is definitely like the Herschel Farm and the fire and, the fire and everything yeah. and the horde. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Because that goes into my favorite all time scene. And when they bring is at the end when they bring in the introduction of comic book Michonne. Oh, with, yeah. Uh, you know, the, yeah. the hood and the walkers. walkers. The pet walkers. Yeah. That, that is till, till the day I die will be my favorite scene out of because it's it was comic book perfection. And that um, seven years ago, because yeah. I posted that. Yeah. It was at the 10 year anniversary just recently. And I, because I wrote it, I was like, oh my gosh, because that was so iconic, yep. you know. And comic book fans were just waiting for that moment. And, yeah. So, yeah and it was, wasn't denied in the first, that first scene was not denied. She hadn't been cast yet. Right. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. That's why it was just a silhouette. Yeah. It was yeah. just a dark silhouette. Yep. Yeah. I still wasn't even her. Yeah. Right, that's, they do that sometimes. There's, yeah. there's um, parts that I play too where I'm like, well, that wasn't me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I think the pilot will always stick out for me too because, um, you know, I wasn't necessarily a, a, a zombie fan uh, in terms of the genre. And, you know, I thought, well, I don't know, I'll give it a try or whatever. And it just really grabbed me, I think, out of the gate. It just really surprised me. And I think you know just how engaging it was in terms of the characters but how cinematic it felt um for television it was yeah. like it really i was like okay you got my attention mm -hmm. <laughs> you know uh, let me see you know what this is all about and it, and you know i really just you know felt for rick's character and was like oh my god like i'm in it to win it like i'm getting on my horse and let's go like, <laughs> um, it really made a big impact in, in me, and it, it really it did its job because I'm like, I want to know what happens to these people, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, there's so many episodes. I mean, it's incredible to think how long that it's been on. It's so rare mm -hmm. that a show gets a run that long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's trippy to be a part of Supernatural as well because that's mm -hmm. another show that had such mm -hmm. a long run, and it's yeah. so rare, right, for shows to get you know, that many seasons, that many episodes. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the shows change and evolve so much from the beginning until, you know, that last episode. So it's it's interesting to see that. 
that's how I feel about like um like Stargate. You know, that's one of my favorite shows growing up, and it still is. I've watched it like six times over, and you go back to like you know the season. I forgot which number season you were on, Carrie. Um, but you go back to that season, and then you go back to Stargate Universe, which is its second spinoff, and there's about ten year difference between them. And right. it is so insane because it actually doesn't, they don't look like they come from the same universe. They, they progress right. so far that until they start mentioning like the actual Stargates themselves and like the zero point modules, which is the energy source and everything, that's when you start to like connect that it's the same show, like the same universe. But you don't know that until, until they start mentioning those things because everything just looks so different. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, I feel too like with those shows when they spin them off, even with The Walking Dead, they all have different looks to them, yeah. right? And different feels to them. I'm excited to see, you know, what's to come in terms of the spinoffs. But um, it, it's, it's yeah, I mean, Stargate, too, when I think about all the different spinoffs, and they really all had their own world and universe, yeah. right? Um, so, it's yeah, it does, it does. It's so funny thinking back to Stargate and that, and, and that episode. It feels so, life seems so simple then. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> It, the ind- the industry's made like such a change. It just you know, it, from where they film to how they film everything. So, oh yeah. Sometimes yeah, I yeah. sometimes I wish I was still that nerdy sci-fi fan mm-hmm. that sat there and found Stargate for the first time and binged an entire season in like a day. <laughs> I, I came across like a funny meme. It was like a Halloween meme, and basically it was a classroom from like the nineteen eighties, probably. With all the kids sitting in a room behind their desks with the the cheesy old plastic cutout oh, yeah. face mask and the big baggy, you know, whatever, you know, plastic outfit. And like, yeah, plastic yeah. And it's like funny how like this throwback meme of children sitting in a classroom looks like you're about to enter the scariest movie of your life, you know, because those masks were frightening as hell. And we all walked around in them. Yeah, you couldn't see. And you just see. Yeah. yeah. You had like a nose in your eye, you know what I mean? It was like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Um <laughs> see, I see I think I've seen that and I'm like, this is the most like oh, anything I've ever seen. My mother's like photo albums. There's a whole bunch of pictures of us. Oh God, yeah. I was like Casper, and I'm like, I look nothing like Casper the Ghost in this. I just, I look like if you would put red here, I would look like you know Saw's child. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) crazy. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Uh, That's totally. Yeah. Um, Anthony Collins is in the chat, and he is the organizer of. Uh, that's my viewing, viewing party. Viewing yeah, that's my. I, I always want to say TWD, but I. Yeah. So, he said, "Carrie, do you have any plans for the last episode of The Walking Dead?" Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> I don't have any definite plans uh, as of now. Um, more so because um, we, my, Michael and I are under contract on a property, and so uh, I. I'm not sure when we're, if we're going to be closing right then and where we're going to be. We'll still be in Georgia, but uh, just in a different part of Georgia. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm not sure where I'm going to be physically. <laughs> but when, I get, when, when it gets closer, I'll know. Okay. <laughs> I'm 
and then I'll be able to make a decision. I, yeah, I, I believe what, what he's getting to is if you are available and <laughs> if you would, obviously, if you guys would like to be a part of the event, you're more than welcome. Right. Thank you. Yes, I still have your card, and I, I remember oh. speaking to you about it in May. There we yeah. go. Well, I'll look at that. Where I'm physically yeah. going to be at that time. <laughs> uh, I'm just going through the chat. I think we're all caught up. So yeah. let's dive into this episode, shall we? How do we? How do we? Uh, how do we feel about this? So I know well, we. How do you feel about? Well, it? Okay. <laughs> we know you, you yeah. just want to ask that. Question. Yeah, I just I look. I want to make this very. I enjoyed the episode. I really did. I thought it was a great episode. We haven't seen Carol and Daryl together, and all the Carol Daryl relationshipers were all blah, blah, blah about it and everything. <laughs> um, thinking love's in the air and all that stuff. Oh. Um, so I just <laughs> with that aside, <clears throat> I just want to, and I we all know Carol's a bad. Okay, we all know that she's a very highly skilled person at what she does, and she does what she does very well. Um, so the scene opens up, and if you have, and I usually watch all these episodes with captions on because you'll pick up on certain things mm -hmm. that yeah. if you don't, you know, like it could be a voice or whatever. So when that when it opens up and she's in the kitchen, in in captions it says music playing. So there's music playing. I, I haven't turned the episode up real loud yet to see if I can pick up on what it is, but it just says music playing. She then pauses, smiles, turns around, and there is Ezekiel. And she's like, oh, it was, I thought we already said goodbye kind of thing. But she mentions that she knew his footsteps. Okay, I heard your footsteps. I knew it was you. All right. She turns around, she starts looking for bagels and all this other stuff. She's packing up food. And then once again, in captions, it says like uh, thud or something, something, thud, gasp, whatever. And um, she turns around and Zeke is gone. So over the music that was playing, you managed to hear Ezekiel's footstep. <laughs> turned around, but you didn't manage to hear the footsteps of the people taking Ezekiel, nor did you hear the muffle Ezekiel to remove him from the room. Didn't hear any of that. This all-out fight ensues. The bad guys are chasing, you know, trying to get her and chase her through this bakery. She goes through the back door. Within seconds of Ezekiel being taken, runs around the building, gets to the front of the building, and I'm, like, expecting to see, like, Ezekiel being, like, put into a car or taken away in a Jeep or shoved in a building or something. Nothing. Not only that, but we have two of the dumbest bad people in the world because they all think, hey, let's chase her out the one single door at the back. No one wanted to, like, divide and conquer. Hey, I'm going to get her out the front. You go out the back. We'll meet. Nothing. I just found that shoddy as far as writing goes. That's just my that, – that really was, like, to open up the episode like that after what we've gotten the past couple of weeks, it really grinded my gut. I was like, ha, we didn't have to do this. We There was other ways. But that's why we have the professional here because, you know, you, you know, Carrie even said, like, you know, they have a lot to fit. They have a lot to do. And I'm really – I'm on board with that because I know they have storylines to, to tie up and finish. 
I just, the sequencing was terrible. That's just, that was really like my main gripe about the whole episode. Other than that, it was fantastic. I mean, and that the fact that they were hidden with their wagon and bike next to a warehouse, hidden in broad daylight. So yeah, I digress. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. It was good though. You really feel, Chris. Yeah. I mean, look, the fight scene with Daryl too, I could keep going if you want me to, but you know, there's literally a knife stuck in the guy's arm <laughs> and you keep reaching for his face. You want to like, literally pull the knife out and stab him in the head. Like That's all you had to do. But you wanted to go to poke. That was I was just like, no, this isn't real. This isn't Daryl. Daryl fought Beta. Threw him down like an elevator shaft. Literally kicked him down an elevator shaft. And you're struggling with the dumpster man. You know what I mean? Like his children were just taken. He was distraught and he was just not focused on what he should be focused on. He's worried mm. about the kid. There was a knife in the man's shoulder. <laughs> Not only did he twist it, he just needed to pull it out and reinsert it <laughs> instead of trying to gouge his face. But we did also get confirmation that dog is still alive. Dog is still alive. Yes, yes. It, it's funny that you mentioned that though, because when I was watching the episode and I, I noticed the knife, I was like, well, that's handy. And yeah. not utilized. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the death, the death strike is within hand's reach. <laughs> you know, I... Uh, but he was reaching for another. Another knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. I know we have to do drama. I know we have to make it look like our, our people are in trouble. And, you know, death is knocking on the door. We need suspense. We need suspense. But. But Daryl's the wrong character to do that with because we know. We know he's going to live. <laughs> yeah. Like, we know he's going to live. So. Um. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of how I felt leading it off. Um, you know, plot twist: Daryl actually gets killed this season. The show is not about Daryl, but it's about his twin brother Barrel. <laughs> Barrel, Barrel. That's the best you can come up with, Barrel. I couldn't say Carol. What would you come up with? I don't know. Daryl could have said, yeah, probably. Tom, John. <laughs> I wanted to rhyme, his, okay? His, his lawyer brother who took a different route in life, John. <laughs> the one who aborted the backwoods. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. He went to the concrete jungle. Um, <laughs> I figure out how the hell he gets to Paris. Yeah. yeah. So, this is going to... Yeah. Now, Norman Reyes has said not of his own free will, and I think either Gimple or somebody said that he wakes up there. Oh. Correct. Okay, but uh, I don't know how to Yeah. He just wakes up there. Yeah. He just maybe floats <laughs> over and wakes up. I don't know. Maybe he goes for a Dixon. <laughs> they they just make him a raft out of some yeah. you know shoddy supplies. It reminds me of Pirates of the Caribbean. Give him a little. How did he escape off the island? <laughs> he broke together some sea turtles. <laughs> Yeah, like, what did he use for rope? Human hair <laughs> from my back. <laughs> I think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, very. See, I know they're not going to do this this route, but this is also how they could preserve Clark too. In my theory, 
Preserve. Yes, like okay. the character of yeah. Clark. Okay. Anyways, the CRM, okay? Kidnaps Negan, kidnaps Maggie, kidnaps Daryl. Originally, was going to kidnap Carol also, but now we know Melissa McBride's not going to be filming in France. And they could, you know, whatever. They could then say to them, okay, we have res- we have um, news of these variants around the world that they're, they're mutating differently. Like in France, we have reports that they run. In New York City, we have reports that they climb buildings. And we need, you know, they get, they, the three of them get kidnapped against their will and basically get suicide squatted with some electric collars and says, if you don't do what we're going to, if you don't do what we tell you, we're going to kill you, but we need you to go to these places and investigate them. Hmm. So they're going to have transmitter collars on? They're yes. going to blow their heads off? Yes. You really went sci-fi in that one, huh? Uh, you know. <laughs> I like to have out there theories because yeah. I know nobody else is going to have this kind of theory. Right. And the 1% of the time that I get it right, I feel like a badass. I actually like it, though, because <laughs> everything fits, honestly. It does fit. I, I, I don't know how else you would explain them leaving behind every bit of family they, they have ever known for the past 15 years in the Walking Dead universe. Yeah. Unless it's forced. That's what I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, how, how do you explain it? I think it's a CRM. I think the CRM is that common element in all three shows the only common element in all three shows that has the resources to get these people to the places that they're going to be at. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Clark was doing uh, dossiers on all of them and that she was the one who was like, we need all to them. them. Everyone. I've got really thick <laughs> I got a heavy workload. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. It is wine o'clock somewhere and I got a stack of papers. <laughs> With this episode, to me, it felt like it would have been the perfect backdoor pilot if Carol had stayed on with the spinoff. Because mm-hmm. it was, we have, what, four episodes left? And yeah. it was so Carol and Daryl-centric, and it just worked perfectly as a backdoor spinoff. Yeah. But didn't really go that way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that could have been the route they were going with it, too. Because, I mean, thinking. this was filmed probably close to a year ago at this yeah. point, right? I mean. Yeah, well, yeah for sure. Yeah, originally. Yeah. Well, before the flagship series was uh, announced, canceled, Carol and Daryl were going to go off and come back and visit. It, that's, you know, that was how it was supposed to go. But then they decided to cancel the series and then had to redo everything. But yeah. Yeah. And they did have to reshoot some scenes. So you kind of, so I'm always watching, like, what would they have yeah. shot? You know, trying to figure that out, especially with, you know, Carol's announcement or most of McBride's announcement and everything. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some good uh, chat going on in the chat. So, but stuff we'll talk on. So, they were talking about the neck shot. Sebastian got bit in the neck. Uh, Lance got the arrow in the neck. There's also something funny that happened with uh, Joshua as well. But we'll talk about that. At, you know, towards the end with his last scene that he had. Um, let me see here. Uh, neck shots deadly prevent turning. Um, was there a point to him not being? Um, hitting the head. I mean, maybe we'll see him as a, as a walker. You know, they'll, oh, maybe they'll find him with the arrow and, you know. Um, That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, know, um, you know what pisses me off about that, right, though? Really grinds my guts about that. <laughs> Did Lance really think, knowing who Carol and Daryl both are and what they've been through, did he really no. think no. that he had any kind of, pun intended, shot yeah. at killing them? No. And then survive. 
They have arrows. Yeah, that's what you know. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Daryl could have killed him with like with a, with like probably through a knife, a credit card. He would have slit his throat. Yeah. Daryl would have found a way to kill him. It's so think about his mental capacity right now. He was locked in a room. We don't know for how many days or how long or how many hours with Sebastian feeding him someone that he had employed. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So when they found him. You know, like he was not, Making he's not, yeah, you know, he's not in any kind of clear state of mind. You know, yeah. he hasn't, you know, he hasn't probably eaten anything. He's dehydrated, I'm sure. He definitely, because we know Lance is a very calculated person. That wasn't a calculated risk he took. He took just a risk without any calculation. So he definitely was just, yeah. you know, throwing shit in the wind, basically. <laughs> and, uh, he probably was. Yeah. I mean, what was he using to wipe? That's. <laughs> Maybe a quarter. I don't know. I always had it on him. Kind of like a the cre- oh, kind of like a seashell. The, cre- the, the, the creepy <laughs> coin. Yeah, the creepy coin. The creepy coin. The creepy yeah. coin. Yeah. I, well, last week we talked about the fact that like Pamela came in when when Lance was locked up, and she goes <laughs> in his pocket to grab the coin. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm no prude, but that made me a little uncomfortable. I was a little creeped out. I'm like, we're, we're about to we'll go from you know what is it PG thirteen right R whatever the hell it is yeah. right R. So now we're going into triple X. Like this is getting a little weird for me. <laughs> a lot of people. The scene was creepy. Yeah. Like, what is going on here? Yeah. When she took her hand and like like ran it across his mouth, I'm like, what? Yeah. Is that like an oral fixation? Like what? <laughs> he was he was into it. Whatever it was. Uh, yeah. I guess um, it doesn't matter now. I got the feeling that that interaction wasn't the first time it had happened. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, which is very contrary to how she's treated him in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you think you think about the way that even that scene had gone. It was very um, degrading. Mm-hmm. It was very like demeaning, and so I guess you know it, it's more on par with how she has treated him than I originally thought. But I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't, if you're intimate with somebody, I don't really <laughs> see you treating them that way. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It was very bizarre to me. I just mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, I was just going through the chat real quick. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Let's never talk about that scene between uh, Lance <laughs> and Pamela. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Lance and Pamela. Yeah. No. The family that's with Pamela, do we know? Like, who? I couldn't figure out who they were. Do we know? Are they like the family that's sitting with Pamela? It's a, it's a, it's a woman. Okay. The lady doing most of the talking was Kayla's mom. Okay. okay. I mean, she said Kayla's very distraught or very right. Bad, but that was his girlfriend. All right. Because that was one I was like, they got some Colonel Sanders looking dude standing behind her. And I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rich people. And then, yeah. Because she talks about know, a donation. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> so, what about the coin, Chris? I'm talking about the coin. That was so freaking cool. Awesome. With what? What do you mean? Like he's he like beat Sebastian's head in and then oh it. yeah yeah I mean there's a, that coin's been that coin's been through a lot in this series you know, that he's been on. It means a lot. You know, it's very symbolic. Yeah, because, yeah. You know he that's his thing. His dad gave it to him. It has her dad's head on it. You know it's, it's President Milton's face on that mm-hmm. coin. And, you know it's just to me it was just very symbolic. And yeah, to leave it in the head. Yeah. Well, smash the head, then put it in there. That's like a big, you know, view to her. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> at first I didn't even recognize that was Sebastian mangled on the floor. I thought it was like, you know, a, yeah. yeah. And then once I saw it, when they focused in on the coin, I said, oh, it's Sebastian, yeah. Because he said, I have something to do or, yep. you know, before they took him out. So, yep. yeah, that was, hmm. <laughs> that was pretty brutal. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> um, they, and that whole, that whole scene with Yumiko and, and you know, uh, and Pamela, it kind of gave you that feeling like you knew, you know, that she's not going to fit the script with what they wanted. Like, hey, you already immediately, like, you're not going to, at this point, you're not going to intimidate anyone into mm-hmm. doing your becking, you know, kind of will like this, especially especially someone like Yumiko, because uh, she's way too strong uh, of a person, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and as far as... Then you're trying to use her brother's leverage, and that right there, you know, is very just, protective of her brother. Yeah, they haven't seen each other for how long? You know, that was a bit, I mean, that, yeah, it was huge. Yeah, um, just making sure we're good. Yep. So, talking about behind the scenes with Josh, forgot to put the coin back. Only was there the coin touching the pocket. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, they talked about that last week on Talking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was behind the scenes. I didn't get to see any of that. That was all behind the scenes footage. Um, Teal did several episodes as a Walker Sebastian. Walker. Oh. But I say, wonder if they're record other than Michonne's pet walkers. I don't know. I, don't. I think that is a record because usually we never see walkers for that long. Really? Yeah, because think about it. It was like, what, three episodes as a walker? Well, no. Well, because they usually yeah, they would put them down pretty quickly because exactly. you don't want to see your person walking around being like that. So yeah, I wonder about that's a that, that's interesting. I'm gonna do some research on that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Renee's on the case. We got it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get an answer. I think they also they don't want to pay the actors to uh, go through the works of becoming a walker and then mm-hmm. <laughs> I see his video. They're going to overtime. Yeah, <laughs> you got to pay them too much of that. That's right. Posted a video. Well, see posted a video, like a time lapse video of him getting made up, and yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's. I'm sure it takes quite a long time for for that whole process, mm-hmm. you know. And then you go in, you know, they'd have to come in really early in the morning, and, <laughs> and then you're sitting around all day like that, and <laughs> yeah, then you gotta get it all, take it all. Uh, yeah, I. I I did see the one photo. He, it's like he's laying on the ground. Is that the one? He's like, yeah. he's like oh, posed. Yeah. He's like posing, like laying on the ground. Yeah, just kind of chilling. Yeah. All I can think about, I've wor- you know, working working with uh, fake blood uh, is a very sticky situation. Yeah. Oh, all yeah. I can think of is they probably have to like pull him off the floor. Oh, and he was pulling uh, around it. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh. well, it starts to dry, right? Uh-huh. And then it becomes like a sticky. It's like glue. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Megan Fox's mom in Jennifer's Body, mm-hmm. and uh, she was like all covered in blood. And I come in the room, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I pick her up, and every time we did that, it was like stuck, <laughs> right? And she like, you know, her long hair, and I'd be like, <laughs> and I'm "So sorry." <laughs> starts 
to like harden and then it's itchy and that's all I could think of was looking at that picture and I was like oh <laughs> yeah. god I was like having PTSD like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anthony like, just I think he was like stuck to the floor I did something else one time where my character gets shot in the stomach and then you know they they don't wash it, right? Yeah. I could go back to do other stuff. And I it literally my costume scratched me as I put it back on. Because it was like if it was like hard, like I could step into it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. um, yeah, so it's it's kind of it looks cool, but it's not the yeah. most <laughs> it's messy. It's it's mm -hmm. yummy though. It's tastes a good yummy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Sweet, sweet, yeah. All right. <laughs> it's like because I know that for uh, Lance's um, his his death scene, he had to. They did that. He said they did it in like one take because he had to have the blood in his mouth, <laughs> and then the camera panned up in the way like that. So he had to like do a project like, to gargle it up and everything like that. But he was like having you know like like that was he said probably one of the more challenging things was having that in his mouth and laying there trying to gargle it at the right time. <laughs> Sometimes, depending on how they do it, I've done it, or I've done it too, where you have a, like a nose, you have, they'll stick a capsule up your nose and then you have to like hit it. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of weird things and it's very uncomfortable, but the pressure's on you when you're like, we can only do this once and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um. And you know, you don't really know what's going to happen, you know, it, because it's very syrupy, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so you just try hope they put enough in there and then you just kind of try to get yeah. it all. Uh, well, and, you know, usually you need a lot more than you think you do. So it reads on camera, mm -hmm. you know, cause even when we did the, um, the interrogation scene and, uh, Ezekiel coughs yeah. and there's a bit of blood that comes out in person, there was a lot more blood okay. like, that you could see, but when you saw it on camera, it was not, it was you know, just because it was so dark in that set. So it's tricky to kind of get that right, you know, thing. Hmm. You got to like hold it in your mouth and you're like, don't swallow it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's hard because he was laying down. So it's like, you're, you know, you want to swallow. But it looked good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's all good, right? Um, well, that's like, I, you know, when I was um, in high school, I went to a trade school for culinary. That was one of the things I wanted to do in my life. Oof. And I had a friend who was in the film program and wanted wanted to get into like directing and producing and all that stuff. And so when he was going through this, he actually told me that one of the Hollywood tricks of creating vomit actually is taking loaf like like slices of bread and putting mm -hmm. them in your mouth and then mixing it with milk in your mm -hmm. mouth. Yeah, and it, oh, it, it creates a very realistic vomit look. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, could you imagine sitting there for like five minutes, like <laughs> trying to like have this in your mouth? I'm not too intolerant. I, I will drink milk if I have to, but just the thought of like milk plus bread sitting in your mouth and like texture yeah. for me are a big thing. Mm -hmm. I yeah. no, that's kind of like oatmeal. Yeah, I, I hate oatmeal. <laughs> I guess I'm trying to think if I've ever had to throw up. <laughs> on camera. I don't oh. think I have. I've been on set where that's happened. Um, and they've mixed, not to gross you out even more, right? But they like mixed in like, 
raw egg. So oh, okay. I'm like a really nice egg. <laughs> to, to, get, to get that, like, that stringy. It does yeah, not. Yeah. This is a yep. really nice consistency. It, uh, this, yeah. this, this thing I have up here is very, very visually effective. So <laughs> I will start gagging right now if we keep going with this conversation. I, I just got the I just got the tingle when you mentioned the egg. I literally got the buildup of saliva. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to... I, uh, I remember when I was in college, we did a short film um, and like my character had to, had to die. So we had to like, do like the um, throat slash. But I was, you know, in college, you're poor. So we had like the cheapest blood and there's so much of it. I was stained mm. for a few days and I had to go back to school. And my was like, like I got some of it off, but like my neck was super red. It doesn't even have to do with it being cheap or not. Like it was supernatural because I had it all over my all face, over. my hands, every, everywhere. Um, and it was on for hours and hours and hours. It just dies right. here, yeah. And so then it's like baking in, and I'm like, you know, a ghostly wife. <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, when they went to take it off, I totally was, my skin was stained. So I have a pro tip for you, okay. just in case you decide to, you know, work well, with television, so I'll take any tip. <laughs> yeah, pro tip. Uh, this is what they used on Supernatural men's shaving cream to take oh, the stains out. Really? Yep. <laughs> That's really good to know. Hmm. <laughs> yep. So, always coming up, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone attending the camp? Right. Is, um, bring some shaving cream with you. That's what they use to get the stains out of my skin. Wow. Okay. Why don't we tell Rachel that? that we're going to do. Yeah. In a camp. Yeah. We're going to walk around and do midnight shaving. We're just going to shaving cream bomb everybody now. <laughs> 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 you know what i think i think for the camp in may next year right mm -hmm. now we're, we're not only going to have talk real shit with carrie Genzel, but now we're going to have pro tips with carrie it's 30 minutes of, of carrie just giving us pro hollywood tips mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that. yeah i mean there's like very odd things that happen behind the scenes yeah we're I mean, it, as an actor you're in like the weirdest situations constantly where you're right. like how in the heck did i get myself in this situation um and often with other cast members who you don't know at all mm -hmm. right right yeah and they always want to do those scenes like the first day when you don't know anybody, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's do the really most intricate, awkward stuff day one. Um, but yeah, that's that's a good one. That's one that I learned, you know, mm. because it stains my skin too. Like, it's been yeah. The new slogan: shaving cream. That? It gets the blood out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it'd be a new slogan for them. You know what I mean? New men. The they should do it. Yeah. Yeah. It gets the blood out. Yeah. What's the, what's the company? Barbasol? Barbasol, yeah. <laughs> it's a total missed opportunity for them. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Why they're not advertising that. <laughs> um, so what do we think about Lance in this situation here? Um, with him leading Carol and supposedly Daryl, but we know Daryl stayed behind in that gunfight that no one could shoot each other. Um, the Stormtrooper fight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, do... Lance proclaims that he's a changed man. You know, this whole situation has changed him and everything like that. But like, do we think he was actually leading Carol to where she wanted to go? Or do you think his agenda was let's lead her 
Into a trap. Into a, well, not a trap, but let's just let's just get me away from this situation as far as possible. And then I'll try to, you know, he attempts to turn on that Lance charm, if you want to call it. Um, I mean, like, do you guys think he was, like, really doing the right thing at this point in time? No. I kind of debated that the whole episode. Yeah. Like, was he truly, did he truly go off the deep end, or was it a ploy throughout, like, turning it on and off throughout the mm. whole episode? I still don't have an answer for that. Because he, he, he starts talking, you know, like, if you guys throw it back to when he had this grand idea of, you know, down the river, there'll be a college for the kids and there'll be this and there'll be that. And he starts on that same storyline again, talking to Carol, you know, about, you know, the children and, you know, what about this and that? And so I feel like his overall initial thing was let's get away from here. I know where to go to get away from here. And then from there, because they had this, he thinks he had this close relationship with Carol, but we all know that Carol keeps people close to her to use them for what she needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I feel like his like his original thought was flee and then see if I can later. turn the tables on them kind of thing and get them on my side. Um, but, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, I was just wondering what you guys thought about that, if you thought it was genuine or not, or just fighter, you know, fight or flight kind of response thing. I think that he was trying to work his magic and yeah. trying to manipulate. He, yeah. he, you know, was really desperate at that point. And I don't know that he was ever really genuine. I mm. think that he's such a little uh, manipulator and con artist to get what he wants. You know, he is who he is because of that behavior. Yeah, right. Right. And uh, and I feel like that's why he came to the end that he did when he did. Is that right. you know you can't Carol sees through that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you're so, not bullshitting Carol. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you have no relationship with her. Like they, whatever you thought was there never existed. Right, um, and you know, I think you know she's smart enough to know that when there was an opportunity, he would have done the same to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Meg, know? why are you on the fence? What are you on the fence about with that situation? Where, like, where are you fifty-fifty on this with him? Like, if I was, um, like, if I thought he was truly insane, yeah. or if it was a ploy. Yeah. You know. When I first saw him go, like when we first saw him in the room with like Sebastian or what's left of Sebastian, I really thought like seeing him in the like with the coin and the blood, I was like, oh my god, he's he's gone insane. Mm-hmm. But then seeing him like leading Carol, I was like, okay, something doesn't add up. And when they're in the tunnel and he kind of disappears and he's like, oh, I I, I thought you were right behind me. Mm-hmm. That it kind of goes back to that. But then when you mentioned how he, like his last move was so not calculated when he is so calculated that's what i'm like oh maybe he was insane so it was that's why i'm kind of on the fence about it okay yeah this tunnel scene is once again i mean the whole it it didn't for me it didn't fit the episode right i agree Mm -hmm. you know like this whole this whole dark you know claustrophobic kind of thing him and carol walking and she's got a flashlight you hear walkers, and obviously we knew, I mean, watching this, you know that they're going to walk into an area where there's going to be walkers. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be so quiet. They're going to be so quiet. They're going to come out of nowhere. You won't hear them until they're right because behind now, you. Now we have ninja walkers. Yeah. Um, she can hear She can hear Ezekiel walking up behind her, music playing, but not the shuffling of a walker into pin-drop darkness. Um 
Can't pick. And what was the deal with the skins off of them? Yeah. 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 I mean, it was it was so cool. I mean, the, the the you know it was gross and really neat. But why even take them in that tunnel and then show us this and then you're done and you know it, yeah. It just leave them out. <laughs> and I mean, I don't think it's gonna have any relevance later because they're moving on already. You know, like the the, the preview for the next episode. I haven't watched it, but the preview for the next episode. You know, they're moving on. So yeah, I just I was very confused why that was put in there. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, the the walker looked great, you know, the sunken eyes and everything like that, and the, mm -hmm. the, the skull and stuff. But other than like that one visual effect, it just it didn't fit. Like it had it felt out of place. Yeah, yeah. like and like you said, Renee, like what you're in it, you're out yeah. of it. Like whoa, for what? Well, Pam, Pam said in the chat too. She goes, maybe we'll see more of those later. But not that's kind of what I thought. But this, I mean, they're moving on. But yeah. We'll see. We'll What's the skin really symbolize to us, though? It symbolizes, you know, the whispers. That's what skin symbolizes for us, you know. Um, so I mean, but, yeah. but I couldn't know. It was very, yeah. It did. It felt very out of place. It felt very like, like we. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I, was, I felt like I was like, oh my god, we just like walked into like Silence of the Lamb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear like it puts the lotion in the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just, I just love watching like the skin getting ripped off because you know action sequences and shows like this, um, you know, same with action sequences and supernatural things happen so quickly. So the fact you got to emphasize this one moment where you get to yeah. just watch it in slow motion, the horror fan in me was like, yes, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean, I don't want to not touch on it, but there's really not. So we all know that. Yumiko goes and does the, you know, okay. the flip and says that she's going to represent Eugene. But if you notice, like, in that scene, there's some people that are like, oh, no. And then there's some people who are like, yeah, go, you know, go ahead and do that. So, like, you you can tell that there's definitely a sway in that crowd with the community as far as, like, there's – the tides are turning, you know, and, and or some tides have been turned, obviously, but yeah. – after hearing Sebastian's, you know, that recording, that had to be huge. Yeah. They knew that stuff. They know how Sebastian is. They know how Pamela is. But, like, they hadn't had, like, that's that concrete proof that that is how they feel about yep. the citizens, mm -hmm. you know? And they know, oh, there's the upper class, the lower class, and all those things. But to actually hear someone say those words, that's really got to do something to those people that were already, like, I already know they're kind of that way. Yeah. Yeah, I, thinking about Lance, sorry, thinking about Lance again, too, and, like, where we're trying to find out, like, where his headspace is, calculated Lance, I don't think, would have given them information that would make him more disposable. Talking about the train, talking about, yeah. you know, like, all these things, he really just, that's not the Lance that, like, we have known for the past couple of Yeah, like, he would have kept every bargaining chip possible. Exactly. Yeah. Here, it was more, I... I feel like he knew, like, my, my time is limited, so I'm just going to take risk. No calculation. Just risk it all. And because um, he really just gave them everything and left them left himself with no bargaining chip. <laughs> all right. And that building they were coming on, there were two. Uh, two guards. Like, so I was like, was he trying to lead her into something? And there right. Was something building, you know what I mean? Or did they just come upon it? You know, like, as they were walking along. Yeah. Like, oh, 
you know, I, I didn't understand that either. There were only two walkers guarding it. What were they guarding? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was another one that I just was confused about. I, I read really well. I was like, did I miss something? Yeah, all you see is Daryl looking through the binoculars, you know, and it shows the building. Um, two of them in there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, Lance even said something like, well, that should be nothing for you guys. Are you guys? Yeah. You know? Right. Like, like he was trying to lure them to that spot for some reason. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean we won't know, right? And then uh then comes the the reach for the, the rifle. Arrow put uh, arrow. I put arrow and Carol together. Arrow. Carol puts an arrow through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, barrel. Yeah. <laughs> barrel Nixon. She puts an arrow through his neck and um they take they, they take the Jeep and they uh they sped off. Um, but yeah, I'm wondering if we, cause we saw him die, but we didn't see him dead. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like he hasn't, yeah. so I'm wondering if we're going to have like a reason. Really we see a Lance Walker, but I, he's done interviews saying that was his, and he said, they, 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 that was his last day of filming, right? But that doesn't, you know, he can be throwing us off, you know, maybe he's just saying that or something. Well, that doesn't, so he, that could have been his last day of filming, but they could have brought him in. And, and done makeup on him and stuff, right? Carrie had another like and done some shots with him as a walker, maybe pre like at some point in time. Do they do stuff like that? Kind of mishmash it around, like, hey, come in this one day. And... Uh, not so much, right? No? Each, uh, but they it depends how they shot that. But usually they it depends. I mean, yeah. this is the first time; it's the last season, so all bets are off. Yeah, sure, like, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. They keep some secrets, right? And, yeah, and throw some surprises yeah, out there, but. Uh, usually you sort of shoot, uh, you know, an episode at a time, or sometimes they do it in blocks of a couple, but, um, yeah, who knows? Maybe they didn't, I mean, maybe they thought too, because they had just done that with Sebastian mm-hmm. to, to then do it. Yeah. It was a bit repetitive, but, yeah. um, yeah, who knows? Maybe he, yeah, we just know he's out wandering around somewhere. In his yeah. <laughs> Probably. I mean, he's had to have, you know, Reanimated. I mean, wasn't a headshot. Um, And then obviously we, you know, we have all of our people on these transport buses. Mm -hmm. And I know when they showed Ezekiel get the the shot, I literally in my head I'm thinking they put it in his dreadlock, Mm -hmm. thinking it was his neck. Yeah, like because he was kind of like looking around and peering around a little bit. And then when they showed, they like literally focused in on that one shot. I'm like, oh, he didn't get the injection. They put it in his dreadlock, yeah. thinking that maybe the needle, you know, the hair absorbed it. I totally thought that the hair absorbed it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. there was, you know what I mean? Like the way they yeah. literally shot that scene, they wanted, I felt like they wanted you to think that it didn't go in. Yeah. You know, like I injected his dreadlock by accident kind of thing. <laughs> but. Right. Or his goiter. Or is goiter got the gout? <laughs> um, I, uh, I love the scene with um Yumiko and Connie when they're in like the, the pantry closet. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you know, they're like, Oh my god, we may never see each other again, and mm-hmm. it's kind of a really weird reality. Because, like, not just in the apocalypse, but in real life, too, you never know when the last time is you're going to see someone. And in a show like this, when all, you know, all bets are off, the stakes are really high, 
they really know like this may be it so i thought it was a really significant moment that like i was reading articles about reviews of the episode and a lot of articles missed out on that part i just mm-hmm. thought it was really I kind of felt like that with a lot of characters. I felt like this episode in particular, I felt kind of like that kind of thing, like where they're all getting pulled apart. And there were a couple of times in the episode where I'm like, I don't know that those characters will see each other again. Like, it's like everyone's kind of now being pulled in different directions. And as a viewer, I was like, oh gosh, like there were a few moments when I was like, is this the last time they're going to see each other? Um, and yeah. like, who else is on that bot? Who, who are all the other people with the hood? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You know? It's like Maggie, yeah. Rosita, Gabriel. But in the in the trailer, though, all you see is Kelly, Ezekiel, and Megan mm-hmm. on the one. I mean, I don't know where the other buses have gone, but on that, it looks like it looks like they're going to like a labor camp in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's only Megan, Ezekiel, and Kelly. I, I've slowed the video down. Yeah. <laughs> So they're they're definitely at some kind of construction area. Like a labor camp. Yeah. The the caption says the warden. So and he says today is the first day of a new beginning. Um they have a shot of a glimpse of Ezekiel. Um and Gabe with a radio talking Mm -hmm. to it looks like Rosita in the woods. Yeah, he's with Rosita in the scene. I know I saw that. Yeah, so I mean that's that's really all they showed. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very, yeah. There's a whole lot. But well, other trailers seem to give a little bit more. This yeah. one's very, you know. <laughs> yeah, they did not. They did not reveal a whole lot of their hand for the next episode. Yeah, I and mean, even dead, they did. Oh they yeah, a little mm-hmm. more. They showed. Um, that's why I said like um, Rosita, Gabriel, Maggie. Um, you see them trying to escape the the yeah. one. Um, the well, truck they showed yeah, well, they, no, that's not a spoiler because they showed yeah. it. No, it's on the trailer. And yeah. then Maggie gets trapped back with them. Mm-hmm. They show the train. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they show the train, and then they also show they see something with the kids, and then they we do see Herschel being grabbed and yelling for his mom. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like this episode and like the preview was just a lot of setup. Like like I think Pi said it. It was like getting the chess pieces on the board. Yep. Yeah, everything's yeah. Yep, and now we're gonna start seeing the pieces move. Man, you better because we got four. What four? Four episodes. Four, I mean, you better start moving some chess pieces. Yeah. And this one's called Outpost Twenty Two, so that's what they designated for Alexandria. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, they show an injured uh, Commonwealth soldier on the ground, and Daryl pulling out a knife in the background. So I don't know. Yeah, the Commonwealth soldier. I thought there was a clip with Rosita, and it almost makes it look like Mercer's coming at her, bloody a bloody Mercer. But then I saw the picture, the still, mm-hmm. and it's like a but his arms cut off, and there's blood. So I, I think they just kind of oh, it was yeah. very good camera work. Yeah, it, you're like, no, there's no way. But yeah, it just kind of you know the clip was very quick. But then I saw the still, and I think I saw that in the trailer then too. So yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, you got you got Daryl saying you took uh you took your kids for oh, me yeah. and or you took my kids for me and then it says uh it says you want to die quick or you want to die screaming so yeah um, <laughs> yeah <not> happy. <laughs> yeah that's um and then they show you know they show some people being shot at I don't know if that's an escape attempt so yeah I mean um yeah you're right Rosita's on the ground crawling and it definitely yeah. looks like it's just covered in blood though. It, yeah, but it looks, yeah, I mean, it looks like just the way that's 
you know, film that looks like, oh, was that Mercer had to do a double take yeah. and slow it down and watch again. Then when I saw the spill of that uh, Commonwealth with his arm, the soldier with his arm, mm -hmm. and I figured that's what that. There is one other scene that's got Ezekiel and Negan, and they're back to back, and Negan's saying, "Are you with me?" Yeah. So we know we obviously know that, and and it looks like it says Ezekiel says, "I'm with you." Yeah. So I mean, look, if you can't wait until, I mean, look, I I'm gonna admit it, I already watched it. All right, I'm I'm gonna I, look, look, you. You cannot dangle that cookie in front of me. I'm gonna eat the cookie. <laughs> kind of like House of Dragon. Yeah, kind of like House of Dragon. Um, I threw a cookie at you this weekend. <laughs> I, well, I'm gonna eat it, I, even if it lands on the floor. <laughs> I I did. I went and I watched. Um, so I'll I'll be all I'll be like this while we're watching it live. Oh my! Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> I won't watch it until we're at until we're in Georgia Thank you, Ryan. on Sunday. With me. Absolutely. So that way me and Meg will be in the back like, oh my yes. god. And Chris will be like, I didn't see that coming at all. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm with you, but it's kind of like my livelihood. So I have True. <laughs> you you have an excuse. Between now and Sunday, Carrie has to give Chris a lot of pro tips so he can react naturally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. Right. I want a lot of that. Chris never makes it off. What are they worried about? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that coming. Mm. You got me on that one. <laughs> you got me, Skippy. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it, it's going to be fun, though. We're all going to be together, and that's honestly oh, really, that, I mean. It's so much fun to watch the episode together, regardless if we watched it or yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, it, there's nothing like watching, you know, with a big audience. Because yeah. even if yeah. you've seen it, yeah. you get swept up in oh, yeah. everyone's reaction, <laughs> and, it, and it becomes new again. So just, what? you know, go in. Just, you know, forget everything you know. Just experience. Mm -hmm. one, one of my coolest experiences of watching any episode of The Walking Dead was December of 2019, Walker Stalker Con Atlanta. And I'm in an Airbnb with like 16 other people. And one of the people that I was with was Marisol. Mm -hmm. And she was hysterical. So the entire time, she goes, Look, it's my leg. <laughs> Look, it's my arm. <laughs> and at one point, they're in the um. They're in Alexandria, and like in, I don't know if it was like the church or the town hall or whatever the hell with it, where the council was meeting, and you see her hair, and she goes, "Look, it's my afro." <laughs> the whole room just started dying laughing, and she the whole the whole night she just kept saying, "Look, it's my arm," and that just I couldn't. I, every time I see her, I remind her of that, and she goes, "I forgot about that." <laughs> Do the same thing though. Don't lie. Oh yeah, oh, I would too. Yeah. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Right? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so, uh, Carrie. Yes. It's been a while since we've seen Clark. It has been a while. And we have a tradition. We do have a tradition. When you're on our show. Yes. Well, <laughs> now it's a tradition. Now it's a tradition. Now it's a tradition. Yes. Second starting time. It now. Starting it now. 
Could we get a little? Could we get a little Clark before you uh, go for the evening? I just just one sec because I gotta just you know. Oh, turn it on. Turn it on. Whatever you gotta do. Oh man, is she gonna put on? Oh my gosh, she put on a voice. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I just also would like to say for all of my solo ops this weekend, I am doing them as Clark. Okay. Ooh. That's All right. awesome. All right. I love it. So I'll be in the suit with my clipboard. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get a new photo. Well, I'll say we're going to snag, we're gonna have to snag a picture. A new photo, yeah. Ready for action. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. So I'll be doing that this I weekend. want mine to say you've been rejected. <laughs> <laughs> That, that. That's what we need. We need to get. We need to get Carrie a rubber stamp, one for rejected, yeah, one for yeah. approved. So yeah. you're signing autographs. You can do approved or rejected that's on it. it. Yeah. The thing is, though, I don't know that anyone really wants to be a part of the Commonwealth. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> you're probably right. Oh goodness. Which at the time, I was like, "Do you guys really want to get in here? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be that good for you." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things are not looking but, good right now. But mm. we do have ice cream, and we have toilet paper. Well, yeah, you do. Just don't 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 abuse the toilet paper privileges, okay? Well, if you're if you're lactose intolerant, you're abusing the toilet paper. Uh, you are. <laughs> I will get really creative with the leaf. Eat the ice cream. Yeah, yeah. yeah leave the ice cream. And, and hopefully, you don't have to fake bar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because that could cause some problems. Yeah, it would it would? Um, I am ready whenever you are ready. And would you like to? I mean, Meg's very new to this, so I don't know. Would you Would you like to audit Meg? I would. I have a few questions. Meg, the geek. Yes. Who is the chicest? Ooh, the chicest final girl. You have to come back to that one. I gotta I gotta put some thought on that one. Hmm. No answer. No answer for now. Hmm. Were Ross and Rachel on a break? Oh. No. You sure about that? Absolutely positive. Who shot first? I don't know. Hmm. The sheriff. Hmm. What sound do you make when you step on your Legos? As an avid Lego collector, I yelp. Would you like to expand on that? I would rather not in fear of any walkers that might be, might be nearby. Hmm. This is a safe place. How, how safe is it? Very. <clears throat> <coughs> Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, DC or Marvel? Movies or comics? Movies. Marvel. Final Girl? Laurie Strode. What is the name of your group? Uh... I don't really have one at the moment. What is their location? I don't have one. 
and names and of your group. Beauty and the Beasts. You got me to admit it. <laughs> oh, that was my heart is racing. I'm red. I'm red. I am beat red. I'm like. Those are brutal questions. That was, yeah. Awesome. I was, I like I was really in the zone. Right? <laughs> that was intense. That was freaking good. That was amazing. So just so everyone understands, yeah, this is our announcement. Meg the Geek is joining Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Golf clap, golf clap. We don't want to. We don't. We don't want to hurt anybody's ears. Yeah. <laughs> golf clap. Yeah. That's why. Wait, I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard it, but when you said the sheriff, it went, huh? Blames the cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I was trying to laugh, and this guy's in my ear. Disclosure agreement. Exactly. <laughs> One of the actors, and I can't remember who it was now, it was, I feel like it was a Reaper or someone earlier, you know, in season 11. And the promo photos that they gave us had his name in there. So I posted, I mean, if they released this, this is right. You know, he's like, oh, I don't know, didn't know this was sent yet on Twitter. But he's like, they posted the promo photos so that he was excited. Yeah, and for me though too, because there was a photo that was released and then it was all over yeah. social media, and I was like, I guess we're talking about this now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like that's like I'm an avid comic book fan, and I love all the movies and shows that revolve around the comics. And when they were doing all the promo stuff for um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and we hear Charles Xavier, and, and he, and he, you know, he, and he says, you know, he goes, you know, shall we tell him the truth? 
and and you hear his voice. I got chills. And then Patrick Stewart goes on this like tour, like this like media tour, and he's like, "No, it's not me." And I'm like, "Don't lie to me. I know your voice. I've listened to your voice for like thirty years. Don't lie to me." Right there, he had a pee. Hit a twinkle. The bang hit back. Episode of the rebranding of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. So, the big job. one. We turned 40. <laughs> no, 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 let's not rush this. Oh, right. Whoa, wait. <laughs> yeah, some of us are way past that, Nate. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. What are you looking at me for? Right. It's okay, big guy. <laughs> Chris, you know who I was talking about. <laughs> oh, wasn't me? Oh. Okay. No, so no, no. <laughs> I didn't yell at Patrick Stewart. I was just upset and emotional, okay? Because don't lie to me. I know who you are, Patrick. I love you. Yeah. You know, the thing is with these NDAs is that we are so afraid to say the wrong thing. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. where you're like, all of a sudden you've got the legal team calling you and you're like, what happened? Yeah. Like, it's a trailer. You know, so it's tough. It is so confusing, too, like with some of them. It's like, we want you to promote the show, but do it this way. But mm -hmm. don't do it then. Do it now. <laughs> but then do it. And you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But I, my my thing is, if you release the trailer or the photo, it's where it's game off. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was the hardest role you had to keep under wraps, like in, in your whole career? Oh, my God. It was probably that because I was so excited about it, especially um it being the last season and that i was a part of the commonwealth um which you know we had a little teaser you know a little bit of at the end of 10 but that was probably the hardest like thing to keep on the wrap i mean and there's it's so over that because even just to audition for the show you have to sign an nda and the person reading with you in the audition has to sign an NDA. Yeah, it's, like a whole, it's a whole thing so um you know, and some of these shows, they go so over the top. Like, with Walking Dead, the, the audition scene was the interrogation scene, although they had edited it down because it was so long. Mm -hmm. uh, and they had changed all the character names. It said Clark, because no one knew who Clark was, but, like, all the other character names were all changed. But it was so, like, I've talked about this before, like, you know, in starting that scene, it's like, this is Eugene Porter. Like, come on, who else would answer these questions like yeah. this? Like, yeah. <laughs> But sometimes, like even Supernatural, sometimes they would um, like heavily redact things or they would have an audition scene that had nothing to do. It was just kind of in the flavor of what you might be doing. So it's really tricky, like um, where they'll do that sometimes, but they're so secretive. It's like, this isn't even a real scene. <laughs> like, uh, but why? Because I was just so excited about like being a part of that open those opening couple of episodes and i just couldn't tell anybody and um yeah that was probably the hardest the hardest one but oh, yeah there's so many secrets now it, it wasn't like that before that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to keep everything a secret yeah and then you have the spoiler leaks left and right regardless of the show or movies everything is just getting leaked nowadays and it's mm -hmm. like like take a Black Adam for instance. If you didn't see it opening weekend, you were spoiled. Yeah, it's already out. I mean, everything. Yeah, even the Universal's posting it. Sony's posting it. It's just like mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I mean, I knew it already because Dwayne Johnson repeated it all, but the uh, <laughs> the final episode there of House of the Dragons was leaked. Oh yeah, where they leaked. Oh, yeah, I heard about they that. leaked it in Europe. Like you four, said four days earlier, or something yeah. in Europe somewhere. Europe yeah. somewhere. Someone that from HBO, so right? Good. Someone, someone, some. Not I don't know if it was an HBO employee or if it was like one of their like network people or what. Was, there was some someone connected to HBO. Yeah, leaked it in Europe. And it was all over the internet. Someone has a Swiss account right now with yeah. a lot of money. A lot of chilling. Fat check just sitting in there. Just chilling. Yep. Because you don't release that without a payday. Yeah. I'm so. just glad like the, the final Walking Dead episode isn't going to be airing early at AMC. Because think about how bad that's going to leak. Yeah. 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 And I look. Well, at, yes, I, don't, I don't know. Do people. I don't see. I try to start to stay away from it when it sucks. I don't want to know. But do people talk? Do people spoil the episodes? Of it? Insanely. It's, you know, it's, you know, when you get screeners and things like that, you get them several weeks ahead. And there are people right. who get screeners because that, that will also, there's, you know, they'll do, they'll just leak out little things or do whatever, you know. And right. I don't know, you know, there's not really a way to police that, you know. I mean, they, like, when you're watching a screener, it has your name across it. Yeah. You know, not, you know so you, you know, you can't, like, do screenshots. You can't do that kind of stuff. But that doesn't mean you can't type something and send it to someone else and say, hey, push this out. Yeah, you know, there's, right. like, because there's ways, I mean, somebody's doing that. But, no, with Walking Dead, if they, I mean, I, you know, I've heard a lot of complaints online about, you know, I like to try to AMC Plus. I pay for the service a lot. And I'm like, this is the final episode. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, because I pay for it. Yeah. But it's like, you know, <laughs> it's like, I'm not complaining because I don't want to know. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, you know, I just don't. And I think there's something really cool about everybody watching it at the same time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. At least in your time zone. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I think that that's the thing. It's, it's the reason why, you know, we love to go to the movies opening weekend and have that shared experience, right? Yeah. And it kind of gets watered down when there's multiple ways to see it or see it early mm -hmm. or whatever. If you want to, everyone, it's going to be an emotional night anyway, and you kind of yeah. want to go through it all together and um and not know anything so i think so anyway i'm okay with waiting yeah you know? oh, yeah um, one extra week won't hurt yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know and then there's that anticipation you know um so yeah being the, the series finale it's it's kind of a big thing yeah. <laughs> and i think that's what's yeah. made like, like this what's so hard like since covid is now you know things are released you know, in theaters and then streaming the same day and this and that. And there's just all these multiple ways to see things where, you know, it used to be, you you know, get your tickets early and go and sit sit together in mm -hmm. the theater. And now it's like, I'm just going to stay home. So much that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's changed a lot. It's changed a lot. The industry's changed a lot. So, um, and just binging. I was talking to Renee. It's like, I stayed up way too late binging The Watcher. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good series, though. It was so good. Like, it's like 4 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's an hour from me. Really? Wow. So I, I drive through the town often. Okay. I'm reading, though, they changed it a lot from the actual yeah. story. Yeah. So, so it was, I, I read a 
negative uh, feedback on that one. And I was like, I thought that was outstanding. We could yeah. stop watching it. Yeah. Well, I thought it was entertaining, but I kind of liked it less after reading like the actual story and like yeah. how much they embellished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's really trippy. Like my my husband Michael, he grew up um, outside of New York in a community where a lot of weird in his neighborhood, a lot of weird stuff, mm-hmm. and his house that he lived in had a demonic presence as a as a kid growing up but then around him there were all of these it kind of reminded me of that he said the same thing is this reminds me of the neighborhood i grew up oh, no. there was like the woman next door got murdered and like a really weird that would be like, time for me to move like, yeah, right. well, hold on where in new york because i just want to know if i have to move now or like weird stuff yeah. like happens in that neighborhood and then yeah. you know they were going through their own stuff and, i mean it was just crazy what mm-hmm. he went through mm-hmm. um but yeah so that's a whole that could be a whole series in itself so yeah. ryan murphy if you need a new <laughs> if you need some new inspiration give us a call there we go, go. <laughs> speaking of crazy you know shows and things of curiosities came out today with the first two episodes Andrew Lincoln will be in the final on Friday. There's, they're just releasing two episodes a day through Friday. And Andrew Lincoln will be in the final episode on Friday. So oh, it's fun. fun. Yeah. Okay. Something to watch. That'll be fun. Yeah. I, was, I was saying to Renee, I love October because all the big Christmas stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The Netflix. That'll be my jam. Yeah. No yeah. Netflix has been doing their, uh, Netflix their and yeah, Netflix and chills. Yeah. So. And we watched yeah. Mr. Herring or Harry Hubbard is called Harrington's phone. I don't know. I just I wasn't impressed with that one. But hmm. um, you know. Yeah. That one I haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was what it was the one that I was saying I watched also I binged through oh 28 days yeah. long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just binging right through them all. <laughs> I thought that's how I was with Umbrella Academy. I, I binged Umbrella Academy mm-hmm. so hard. I stayed up till like six o'clock in the morning and I had to be up for work. It's so hard because they gear it like to get sure. you, right? Yeah. It's like two, three in the morning. You're like, I gotta go to bed. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 what are That's what happened with the watcher. I just kept, I was like, ah, well, they got me now, so I'm gonna keep yeah. going. So. I think the watcher sees you're like, what's this? We spin episodes. Yeah. Right. Like, we can get through, we can get through this quick. Sure. Yeah, catch at 4 a.m. when we're like, yeah. oh my God, I have to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're like, it's unsolved. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I did all this for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, it's really, it is really, it's, it is trippy. And then I, then I, then what happened? This is then I launch into the whole like I fall down the rabbit hole of like reading what what was the real oh, yeah. story who were yeah. these people where was mm-hmm. the house it's like <laughs> it's <so> bad <laughs> I'm a bit I'm a, I'm, I love like the you know the the true like based on a true story or the true crime or whatever and mm-hmm. it's like we'll stay up. I was saying to Renee, I get totally, I'm totally sucked into like unsolved mysteries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trying to figure out, why did she leave the party so early? That's so odd. Yeah. You know, like, I'm 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 like, I'm
you know, Michael and I are in these deep conversations, but you think though, like, we're, like, we're somehow going to solve it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah. Like, I should have been like a detective or something, maybe. Or play one on TV. After I always kind of think of myself as a detective mm -hmm. because, you know, get sides or a script or whatever, and you have to kind of, through the material, like put the pieces together. Mm -hmm. And so that's a part of my job that I really enjoy of like, well, who is this person? Right? <laughs> Where did she come from? Um, and so there's, I have that in me. So when we get into those cases, I'm just like, you know, and the stuff that, that happens in real life is even crazier than movies, right? right? <laughs> You're like, yeah. Really right. Yeah. And then trying to put that, you know, that story on, the big you know the big screen you know how it transitions and everything so and that's what i think a lot of you know a lot of stuff gets lost in translation because a lot of stuff is hard to do or you can't do it like cinematically it doesn't it doesn't work or whatever so that's where people tend to get like pissed off and, oh that's not accurate like that's not comic book accurate well okay it's not... it gets hard too because the network has certain things that sure. they want to see and you know, now everything's all about algorithms and, yeah. you know, yeah. people like this to happen in episode two, and then they have to write something like that. So it gets, it gets tricky yeah. in that respect. But, um, yeah, with that story, it's so strange because they sold their, but I guess there was a Lifetime movie that was about that same case, oh, which I didn't know about. And the family had nothing to do with that. And I guess that they sold their story to Netflix because... They didn't like how mm. their story was portrayed, but then they weren't really involved in a Netflix show. So mm. it's like, all right. Hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want anyway. to throw it back to the algorithm real quick. If you guys want our algorithm to get all popular and see us everywhere and on social media and stuff, all you need to do is like, subscribe, uh, mention, it to, mention it to some friends, share it, stuff like that. And then that gets us in the algorithm. And then the next thing you know, hey, look at us. We're all popular and stuff. <laughs> that was... Nice plug. Yeah. That was magnifique. <laughs> I was looking for that plug. You know what I mean? There you yeah. go. Um, I set it right up for yeah. you. Uh, and also, obviously, once again, anybody watching uh, right now who is going to be at the camp, you know that you will see Carrie in person. Um, and you will get... And obviously, she still has tickets available as well for talking shit. Um, talk real shit. Talk real shit. And then you'll get your photo too with her if you choose with her as Clark. Yes. Um, that's right. So, I mean, there's a lot of there's good also, stuff. There's some super cool group ops, which they yeah. haven't done, I don't think so. There's a supernatural oh, yeah. that I'm part of, and then there's the Walking Dead cast off, which is going to be yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. doing that. Yeah, Very cool. that was good. Yeah. 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 So, I, you can get all those tickets at uh, thecampevents.com. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael, you're back, but we're, or Mitchell, I'm sorry, Mitchell, you're back, but we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, it's, it's, it's not you, it's us. Yeah. Yeah. Really. really honestly. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're super happy. And we're going to see Mitchell as well in person and that'll be great. Mitchell's traveling. Uh, He's going to be at the viewing party. Viewing party. Right. Yeah. Not the camp. Right. So. Yeah. But yes, we're going to see him. Yeah. yeah. We'll see him. And well, you guys will, you'll definitely see him. <laughs> you guys, without you, Megan and and Renee, will definitely see him in person. Yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty much like Lance right now with my coin spinning in the air, <laughs> waiting to see how it's gonna land. If you don't get on that flight. Uh, I'm gonna. Kick I know. Your ass. I need a step stool, but I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, so yeah, um, other than that, uh, I want to say thank you so much for spending two hours with us tonight. It went by very quick. It um, it's like always, it's a ton of fun and I can't wait to see you in person in a couple days. Yes. And, uh, soon, soon, soon. We do, will... do you get there Friday then? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we get there. Uh, we're going oh. to get there. <laughs> okay. I know when Chris and Ryan are getting there. We're like, yeah, we're going to be there Friday. <laughs> <laughs> My bangs wearing off already. Oh, God. Oh. Yes, Chris, we'll see you Saturday morning. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. And, yes. and, and uh, also, you know, at the camp, when you want a break from everything, you can get some puppy therapy, yes, which is yeah. always very nice. You get a nice, some downtime, there's dogs everywhere, and you can just <laughs> sit there with a the dog and pet it and, and, and just kind of... Actually, actually stop. Uh, Pam, actually, at the camp in May, um, I had a lengthy, lengthy conversation with Carrie and Michael mm -hmm. about um, Michael's paranormal experiences yes. and, and other... Uh, projects in the past that Carrie was a part of in the paranormal world. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, we talked for I, I really? got like 30 minutes, Easily, yeah. if not more. And I mean, yeah, it was we'll him come on next time also. Absolutely. Supernatural stuff. Yeah. Yep. You know, whatever. yeah. I mean, I'll yeah, talk about uh, my ghost hunting stuff, you know, yeah. we'll talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Let me just say that on the regular, we have uh, uh, salt and uh, holy water in our in our house. <laughs> Uh, in in like a huge container. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And in the Costco bottle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't think it's down here right now, but it's in like an actual full-on spray bottle. It's yeah. this thing. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. No. That's normal in our house. When we when, <laughs> when I first moved in with Michael, there was a uh, situation um, that we had to have a shaman take care of, what? and we had. This is before we had Daphne, but we had salt, you know, everywhere yeah. around the perimeter. I mean, it was pretty intense. Yeah. Hmm. Michael comes with a lot of interesting. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> childhood in that demonic town. You know, yeah. Because I um, developed a number of paranormal shows, there was people that I have on speed dial that are shaman, demonologists, pagan exorcists, you know, these types of people. So. Hmm. When Did I noticed you? that something was going on, I'm like, let's see who I can call. <laughs> <laughs> There's some people I think I need to call and just check in. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we always, we always uh, are at the ready. The funniest thing is, like, when um, we had to do the, you know, get all the salt in around the perimeter of the home and everything, like, you need, you need a lot of salt. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. So, yeah. Michael went to like Petco or something and bought like a huge bag, mm -hmm. right? Assault. And the the cashier was like, Oh, do you have a, a big fish tank at home? And he goes, No. <laughs> right? And she just looked at him and she went, Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Right yeah. When you live in the South, people are like, oh, Right. Yeah. Oh, the South <laughs> is notorious for haunted stuff, so. I mean, Georgia has the most haunted city yeah. in the United States, Savannah, yeah. Georgia. Yeah. This property that we're um, working on uh, getting, um, it's uh, it was built in 1901, and it has a very cool history, and including a secret speakeasy down in the basement oh. uh, that you like move a bookcase to get to. <laughs> it's all awesome. cool. Um, 
And I was down there by myself uh, mm -hmm. one day, no. and uh, <laughs> Michael, was, uh, Michael was outside with the realtor, and I thought they had come inside because I saw like a shadow cross by the door frame, and then all of a sudden I hear Michael and the realtor talking, and I'm like, oh, they're still outside, so that was someone else. Mm. Uh, but it just wasn't, it didn't feel like anything negative, but I've had my folks check out the house and they said um there's definitely some spirits roaming around in there but it's very positive oh, oh good so maybe well, that, you can well, use or something yeah will that positive will that positively drive the price down <laughs> Not in the south, yeah terrible. yeah i know that that's like a hike in price like no no, no you're gonna get the ultimate experience yeah. yeah. This is yeah. Mm -hmm. I, the first thing I do, like, because we've been looking at, because Renee and I talked about, so we were looking at historical properties in different places. And um, there was another one that we were looking at that is actually on a ghost tour. <laughs> so there's like, good. there actually was an apparition in the listing photos. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Okay. In that one. There's like, yeah. I have a friend. This is what yeah. you're oh, doing. I was like, who's the person in this picture? And they're like, there was no one in the house. I'm like, yeah. I would look at that picture. Um, <laughs> but uh, that was the first thing I checked to see if it was on the ghost tour. Yeah, and yeah. it was not. But yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing is, there's always things around us. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have a problem as long as they play nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> it's like the, the Southern Realtor checkoff list. Do you want haunted or unhaunted? <laughs> unhaunted? Aw. You know? <laughs> it's like, it's like, what, you know, growing up in 92 in a restaurant. Uh, smoking or non-smoking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> spooky or non-spooky? <laughs> what do we need to know for next year right yeah <laughs> yeah josh's artist is built like in 1903 and josh and joy are both like can't wait to see something they've had some interesting things happen but mm -hmm. they haven't got their equipment out yeah. yet so we'll see, see. interesting the day's yeah, thumping we definitely, we definitely if all goes well and mm -hmm. yeah uh, with this we'll probably um you know kind of get a sense of what's going on and we may have a team come out just to sort of check things out mm -hmm. yeah but it's nothing i can you know the house is really great energy there's just yeah. you know it it was a house that was known for having um great events and parties and so forth so i feel like it's just kind of people that check in to see what's going yeah. on okay. they're just waiting for the next party right right, right. right. <laughs> right. okay well that's, that's like, totally cool chris totally cool yeah no, it's totally cool i'll just <laughs> hang outside hey yeah. You know, I'm there. I mean, I, I, you know, I was the paranormal investigator for like seven years, eight years. And yeah. the, the, the one incident that happened that turned me from a half skeptic, half believer uh, to a true believer um, actually scared the shit out of me. And so it was, really? a, it was a local place, a local residence near where in one of the surrounding towns where Chris and I live. And uh, we got called in by the owners and they said, well, we kind of had this weird stuff happen. Um, our son lives with us and, you know, he, he's in his 20s and, you know, he doesn't like being here. He, he doesn't like the energy, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. So the group that I was a co-founder of at the time, um, one of our, our co-founders was um, she has a very strong Native American heritage. And mm -hmm. so one thing when we formed our team that she asked us to to, uh, to kind of observe and respect was smudging. 
And right. so I said, absolutely. I'm, I'm completely okay with that. And so was our other uh, co-founder. And so at the beginning and ending of an investigation, we'd always cleanse ourselves. And so we went into the house before we went to the house, we, 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 we did our smart neuro cleansing and we went into the house. We did the walkthrough with the clients. Something always, something felt off. Like it was kind of like this, like knot in our chest and we couldn't really explain it. And it was like, almost like you get like, you know, when you gulp and you kind of like feel that in your throat, that's what it was, but it wouldn't go away. And right. so we did the investigation for like about six hours. We had some very weird things happen, but nothing that was like in your face. It wasn't like an apparition. It wasn't like somebody saying, get out on an, on an EVP recording. Um, it was just very weird things that were happening. Things would get knocked over, but we couldn't see it. And so it, was, it had to be like four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, we're wrapping up and we're in the driveway. And uh, one of the co-founders is doing this smudging of us. And as she's doing it, the homeowners, there was nobody in the house. We know that for a fact because we tore that house upside down. The homeowners are on the front lawn. There is now nobody in the house. The son just got home from work. The three of us are in the driveway smudging. Out of the basement. No That's cleansing, everybody. Yes, right. cleansing, cleansing, cleansing. <laughs> so, you know those half windows that are in, like, the basement, and they're actually at, like, ground level? Mm -hmm. There is one of those on the driveway. Mm -hmm. And so the windows were open because it was, like, like late spring, early summer. And so... We're, we're doing that, we're cleansing, and uh, a really loud, deep male voice says, don't do that again. And I was like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to go on the street and do that. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And, and we had just turned off our equipment and everything. Otherwise, we would have gotten all of our recordings, but it, it just happened. And we kind of had that moment where we looked at our, each other, and then we looked at the homeowners, and they looked at us, and they went, yeah, that wasn't one of you guys, wasn't it? We're like, no, <laughs> somebody throwing their voice or something. Yeah, yeah. And the last thing I know is that they actually, they actually got a, a Catholic priest involved from the last I heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The power of Christ compels you. Yeah, I've had a lot of experience. I've seen things. Yeah. I've had things touch me. I've had things say things, say my name. I'm like all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> Just in my experience. And then, you know, developing shows around the paranormal too. Mm -hmm. and, you know, just in shooting stuff, it was, there was, some... yeah, yeah. I had a producing partner that was a non believer, just was like, I know this makes great television. And after we were finished one night, was like, I can't explain most of what happened tonight. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, it was like, <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Okay. Most of it's fine. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but yeah, we had we we, we had to extract um, somebody um, <laughs> in our last place. Yeah, mm. that was attached to uh, Michael. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a it was a process, but he's gone. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> hmm. I can't. I'm sorry. I just no, can't. I'll be crying in the corner. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't mess with a lot of like that whole, when I, when I grew up, like there was people always messing with the damn Ouija boards and shit. Mm -hmm. like, oh, no, 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 you no, couldn't, no. you couldn't catch me within no. a mile of one of those damn no. things. Like I was like, no. go ahead guys, you have fun. Like <laughs> see you later. Like, I'm not doing I don't need to talk to nobody. I don't need to find, <laughs> I don't need to find my dead great grandpa. I'm okay. Like we're good. 
We're so good. <laughs> so, yeah. We, we'll, mm -mm, I'm okay. Well, uh, on that note, yeah, right. Yeah. Stay safe out there, kids. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Halloween's coming. <laughs> you see those crazy. The veil between the living and the dead thins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone, yes. everyone, thank you for being here with us. We appreciate you guys hanging out. Carrie, thank you for giving us two hours yeah. of night. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, Meg. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for automating me. That was Say that they got audited by Clark. Yeah. <laughs> a very small handful of people. Yeah. yeah. And honored to be part of the bees. Very yeah. cool. Thank you so much. Happy to have you, man. Yeah, happy to. Have you. Of course, we're happy to have you. We we don't want any other way. That's it. Exactly. Um, awesome. Carrie, we will see you soon. You have a great <laughs> night. You too. We'll see you in a couple days. Yes, absolutely. Yes. All right. Safe travel. Bye, guys. Hey, Chris and Ryan going live. Best podcast, Beauty and the Beast. Sit back and catch a vibe. Oh, yeah, we talking zombies and apocalypses and all those things you like. Going beast mode, and if you didn't know, it's Peter Z up on the mic. Hey, TWD family, grab the snacks about the pantry. And subscribe and like them um, if you can, please. Or those walkers eat you like some candy. Hey, hey, <laughs> okay. You at the right place at the right time. No one does it better. That's the bottom line. Beauty and the Beast. This is prime time. Let's go.